What's up, dab heads and concentrate fiends? How are you keeping your concentrates fresh? Let me tell you about Terp Cooler, a refrigeration innovation that was made with you in mind. It has an advanced temperature and humidity controls to ensure that you keep your concentrates tasting fresh and terpy with every single dab you take. It even has a locking door so nobody nabs your dabs. Go to www.highbudtenders.com forward slash Terp Cooler. That's T-R-P-K-O-O-L-E-R today and keep your dabbing delicious. Really care about that. Yo, pass the mic, then I'll pass the light. Roll another blunt, me on good vibes. Some pine kush and northern lights. Red eyes. What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Blood Tenders podcast. It is me, Jarrell, and you already know I got my real dog, my partner in crime, Rocky. How you doing today? Beautiful day, man. I'm happy to be on this earth. Another day <laughs> to celebrate. That's that's the way I look at it. We have a Absolutely. special guest with us today, sir. Super special. And, you know, I usually get excited about things, but, you know, I'm going to be real honest. I am a pageant lover. So um, it's I know I know it doesn't exist, but I love them. Um, I've always been like, uh, what what a great platform, honestly, to get a voice out there and to elevate yourself and create a brand for yourself. So we have Yvonne Nguyen with us. Welcome, Yvonne. How are you doing? I am great. Hi. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. We met at G4 Live and you came in pageant style and I was like, I did did come in pageant (laughs) style with a beautiful green beaded gown that I actually took to a pageant right after that and I got first runner up at, which was super nice. That's pretty dope. So, like, you're a big, um, like, cannabis advocate. How did you get started with that? So, every pageant girl has their own platform, which is what they stand for. And for the longest time, mine was about families who have endured the same things that my sisters have gone through. Both of my parents have passed away of cancer, and it put my sisters and I through the foster care system and out of the foster care system. And it actually made us move to California, which is now where we're at. And that was my platform mostly was uh, helping families with cancer. But then through that, I realized that that became just who I was. And I was very tired of just talking about it so much that I wanted something different and something that I was good at, something that I was bound to be I don't know, something that was very bold. And I am definitely a very bold person. And I really had to look, like take a look back at my life, zoom out and see like what was very adequate in my life. And that was marijuana. I became a medical marijuana user when I was 18 years old. And I've been in therapy since probably like two years ago. And that has really shifted into my platform. Once I turned 18 years old, I knew that I wanted to start advocating for cannabis. And I wasn't sure if I was allowed to because I was 18 years old. So I started doing a bunch of research and I have never seen pageants. uh, I've never seen medical marijuana in the pageant industry except for Canada. Miss Canada Universe actually had a medical marijuana platform as well. So I reached out to her and she started coaching me. And since then it's just grown from there. Have you gotten any like negative feedback? Cause you know, as you know, cannabis always has a negative connotation, even though you don't want it to, and it has all these wonderful medicinal benefits, but have you seen that? So 
For me personally, the pageant industry is super uplifting and super supportive on who you are and what you want to do. So in the pageant industry, no, I haven't really gotten anything bad. All my friends have been super into it and very um, supportive of it. However, I have had one judge in a note tell me that they wish that my platform was different. And then I started thinking that it was my fault because I... Every time I have an interview, I always look back and there's things that I always need to change and how I can improve myself and how I can essentially take the cannabis industry and put it into the light. And so that's me just trying to work on that. And so I thought, I think it was my fault in that sense of I didn't correlate exactly what I wanted to say, but especially because you only have two minutes with each judge, it's really hard to get your point across. Yeah. Yeah. What was like the um your I guess your I want to say like hurdle or like your biggest fear um like choosing that platform? <laughs> Going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> it's a legitimate concern. <laughs> Going to jail. But um I think not doing it right. I, w- I was scared that I wasn't going to be doing it right. And that, yeah, I was going to get in trouble or that um, people were just going to see it as, oh yeah, you just want to, everyone to smoke weed because like, <laughs> yeah. uh, because when I walked out of a judge's room one time, that's how I felt that I made it out to be. And I really didn't mean it, but that judge ended up scoring me very well. So it just, it goes hand in hand on um, how you take it and then how the other person takes it. So I haven't seen too many pageants, but I don't, has there anybody been on like the, the big stage that's like used cannabis on that as a, their platform? Yeah. So Miss Universe, which is the one that you see uh, broadcasted everywhere. The lady that I was talking about, her name is Alyssa Boston. Uh, she was Miss Universe Canada 2019. If you go back, um, just on YouTube or something like that, and you look up a marijuana national costume, she actually had her national costume be this huge marijuana leaf. It was epic epic with it. Yeah. And and she told me, she was like, I knew that this was going to make me or break me, but I knew that it was going to get me attention and it was going to make the judges remember me. That's pretty clever. Mm -hmm. That is. Do you, do, is, is like um, like cannabis use a big thing in the pageant world? Like, do you see other girls using cannabis like to help them in any ways? I have met a lot of girls who have used cannabis for stress. However, what I've been reading recently and actually was a little magazine that I was reading at the pageant while I wasn't doing anything was this medical marijuana book. And girls were reading behind me and I didn't even know. I was just reading my book and there's like four girls behind me and I'm reading about how it helps eating disorders. And we were all reading about it and we were like, this could really help the pageant industry because you're right. We are looked under a microscope and that is very pressurizing and especially towards our physical appearance and i i've seen girls really hurt themselves and i for one really want to come to them and be like hey i really want to recommend thc to you because like i i've seen that i've i because i've been there before whenever you haven't eaten for so long through that pageant week it's hard to find time to eat your stomach shrinks and it's very hard to get back to eating the right way so like I, I, for one, like after this pageant has used cannabis to get my appetite back because it, it doesn't happen um, purposely. It, it's accidental sometimes. Yeah, I, that's a lot. That is a that is a ton of pressure. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And you know what I mean? It's an ex- at this point, it's like, even if it's not being told it, it's an expectation, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? That you are fitting that mold almost in a lot of ways. But what's great about it is, is that it does give you a platform to have your voice heard. And you know what I mean? It's, it's much different now, I do believe, because I'm like, wow, if that can be the platform, that's wonderful. But also, too, I, I think um, you also have some really great focuses on, um, you know, cancer related. You're an advocate for cancer um, and I think that that's wonderful because um, I think that we tend to look at this situation and depend on other people to come up with the research and advocate for it. And it's such a huge thing. Everybody knows someone that's had cancer or died. Both of my parents were diagnosed with cancer in 2013. Um, my mom passed away of lung cancer. And then in 2015, my dad passed away of leukemia, blood cancer. Uh, putting both of my sisters and I of state of the wards. And that to me was empowering to inspire others. And I wanted to do so through my story. And at first I started volunteering at the Ronald McDonald house in Orange County, California, when I was in the eighth grade, because I knew that I wanted to start talking to families about what they've endured. And that was the start of my pageant story as well. And then um, as time grew, I became a part of three major cancer organizations, which is Team Cancer America, uh, Leukemia Lymphoma Society, and Stupid Cancer. And with them, for Stupid Cancer, I got to go to their uh, Stupid Cancer Con, and I got to actually be a part of how you can implement CBD into your cancer treatments. So that was very, very, very interesting to learn about. Um, And then LLS, I got to... um, make a TikTok and an Instagram video about my story, which was super cool because I've never, I have only one TikTok video that went viral and that was me and my therapist, which was really funny. We can get to that later, but um, yeah. And then Team Cancer America is mostly just reposting and I'm really excited to go up to their LA um, office because they actually are out in Los Angeles. Yeah, I saw that Team Cancer America. It was like uh, the first time, honestly, which kind of made me a little sad. I was like, I don't know anything about this, but I looked on your um, website and I saw a lot, I mean, uh, on your Instagram, and I saw a lot of really great um, information out there that you can actually look and donate, mm-hmm. which is huge. So even if you're sitting at home and you're like, ah, what can I do? I really can't do a whole lot. I don't have a lot of time on my hands. Um, nobody ever puts a price on how much you can donate. You can donate what you want and what you can afford to donate. And it's actually, even if it's five or $10, it's something, right? Yeah, truly everything and anything always helps. Like I know everybody says that, but I I did my own fundraising and I only raised $85, but $85 could have gotten something like, so it's just all that kind of stuff. Like it all implements into each other. Right. And if it's just you, right. And you're the one person you can imagine if you have, you know, 85 people doing the same thing that you're doing, then it's magnanimous, right? So it keeps going. And it's much, it's a much bigger help. And that's the whole point of that, too, is like, uh, do something about it. it. It all goes hand in hand. Also, too, it keeps the uh, cannabis engines pumping, right? Because we're going to keep doing really great things in the cannabis industry. And hopefully, gear that for focus back towards the medicinal portion of it and towards our med patients. I agree. Yeah, that, 
And I think like it's pretty cool that you're using your platform to to help get that message across because like you like you reach a lot of people, you know. <laughs> so um, I think that's definitely going to help, you know, get rid of that stigma and change people's minds, especially when it's coming from, um, you know, like pageants. I feel like they have this this certain like image or prestige where it's like, you know, like proper, like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. if we have more people coming from that world that's fighting for us, like that's uh, that's a good thing. I'm all for it. Yeah, and that's why I thought that this was the perfect time to start putting out medical marijuana into the pageant industry because representation is becoming such a big thing in the pageant world, diversity, religion, everything. Um, we're getting bigger girls to smaller girls and we're getting so many different personalities and so many different backgrounds, so many different platforms. I thought it was an amazing opportunity to start putting mine in because I know that not every girl is going to be perfect and we all deal with something um mentally so that's this is how i deal with it and i know that that's how a lot of other people deal with it and i don't think that we should be ashamed of it yeah okay Amen. so this being so difficult with the pageant thing what made you go what how did you get into that all the way around how did you get into the pageantry so I was born and raised in Texas and that's pageant central, but I actually didn't start. <laughs> it is pageant central. I met so many girls from Texas this weekend. It was insane, but um, I didn't start pageants until I was in California and it was my first year in school. I was in middle school and my English teacher came up to me and asked me if I wanted to do a pageant. And at the time I was only a soccer player and I was like, um, the tallest thing I've ever worn are my little cleats. So no, I said no. And then I came back later and I was like, you know what? Like, okay. Like if I can win scholarship money, I'll do it. And so I did my local Miss America pageant and I did not win, but I was asked to do another pageant for the neighboring um, city. And I got Miss Congeniality, which is like the Miss Nice Award. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, decided that I didn't want to do that organization anymore because it had a really big talent portion and I don't have a talent. <laughs> My, <laughs> I wanted, I really don't like, I think that's what, that was the big thing about my platform. I looked back at what I was good at and I was like, um, smoking weed. Like, <laughs> you're rolling a joint. You get up there yeah. and roll a joint. <laughs> and so I, I couldn't find a talent for myself. Um, so I decided to leave that organization and go to the Miss USA organization, which is where I've really been stationed uh, ever since. And that's the ones that you see on TV, which is the Miss, it goes from like Miss California, USA to Miss USA to Miss Universe. Um, so that's where I've been. But this past week, I got to compete at a new organization, which is uh, Miss America's no Most Beautiful, which is a new system who actually did an amazing job this year and the pageant was phenomenal and the director was so sweet so yeah that's how i got into pageants from one guy who told me that he thought that i would do a really good job and that that teacher ended up um nominating me to be the overall student of the year so i got that award as well for my middle school so what do you do for the talent? I mean, you do have to do something, right? So, so not every pageant has a talent, but that oh. one did. And I, I was in theater with my older sister. So I just decided to do a monologue um, that I wrote. Yeah, That always works. Many people have done the monologues. And I, I would love to go back to that organization because like that's the organization that gets you like good scholarship money. 
So I was thinking like stand up comedy. I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty funny. So like I was thinking okay. like, comedy, but um, that's really scary. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Everybody has a talent. Guaranteed you're going to find it. Guaranteed. I can shake my eyeballs on command. That's what I put on every single judge's bio ever. I, I tell them that I could shake my eyeballs on command and I wish I that could be my talent. <laughs> you mean like make them go like that real fast? Yeah. Oh, shoot. I yeah, <laughs> I got surgery on my eyes when I was younger. And then ever since then, I could do that. <laughs> that's great. Listen, if they don't think that's a talent, then I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I hate about them. I think it's great. <laughs> so how did, how did your TikTok with your, uh, your therapist get, go viral? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, I texted my therapist um, right before a meeting and I told him that I had a TikTok idea um, that him and I should do. And I literally texted it in caps. We are going to be famous. <laughs> and that's prominent later because we ended up getting famous. Um, so it was a video that, you know, the song, don't be trying to double back. I already despise you. You know that song? <laughs> I also know you. Yeah, well, he was lip syncing that. And then the caption was like, um, don't try to come back into my life because I already told my therapist about you. And then he would lip sync those lyrics. And then we just started dancing and it ended up getting like 1.2 million likes and then 4,000 comments. And then I ended up getting 30,000 new followers. Like I, we went crazy. And I texted him later and I was like, I told you that we're going to be famous. <laughs> Yeah, it only takes one moment. Jeez. Yeah. Um, like, literally, we were famous overnight. And then that was so fun. But what was so inspiring and so empowering about that was the comments that we were getting. And people were like, wow, like, if this is if this is like therapy, then I want to try therapy. Or if therapy is like this, I'm going to I'm going to go back and try it again. Like, so we truly inspired other people to go to therapy try therapy or just give it another shot and that to me was like wow because i'm a really big believer on that everyone needs somebody to talk to and everybody needs therapy essentially so to have that that was really great we got in a lot of trouble though for doing it but so we had to take the video down for yeah. confidentiality reasons but it was really fun it was Speaking worth it. it. Yeah. Oh, no, no, shit. What's <laughs> one, one over one million views? That's hella worth it. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's, that's what we told his boss. We were like, well, we do it again, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> so just like uh, cannabis, like it's almost the the same kind of feel where it has a, uh, um, like a. Uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, my God. I, I do this. Never mind. Get off that point, Rock. Get off that topic. <laughs> I was thinking about it when you were talking about it, and I'm like, holy shit, she said something very, very prolific. So was what that, um, uh, ther therapy stigmatized? Yeah. Yes. Therapy. Okay. Damn, you make that connection. So How did you know, Yvonne? I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to tell you guys that when um, I really funny. want to implement um, some kind of therapy cons consulting thing i really want to provide free therapy to families who are enduring cancer at the moment um and i want to do so through the platform that i already have of cannabis 
So yeah, that, that's why I knew what you were talking about. Because well, you, you know what? I was thinking about that because it's like marijuana, right? It has a stigma, right? It, it's mm-hmm. like cannabis. It's like immediately it has a stigma and people are like, oh, people in therapy, there's something really wrong with them. But everybody needs therapy. Mm-hmm. Because everybody has gone through something and nobody can feel the same things that other people feel like I will never know what you're feeling. And for that reason, you need somebody else to talk to than me. And that's OK, because like yes. we're all people and we all have feelings and we all cope in different ways. And that's OK. Yep. I used to think that. I mean, I had that thought process in mind with myself, too, was like, wow, you need therapy. You know what I mean? And. You know, I, obviously, I was very young at the time. Now that I'm older, I know that it's it's it's, it's essential. It's almost important for me anyway. I'm not going to speak for the whole world, but to have a mediator and somebody to listen um, that's not going to like pass judgment on you and actually listen and come up with some really great strategies for you to get your life in order. What What's the problem with that? You know what I mean? There's like seriously nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And, and therapists even have therapists is what I've learned. So yeah, all of them do all of them. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I learned that too, which is kind of, <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotta be good. Yeah. So what's the next big thing for you? Is just like more pageants? Like what you got coming up? That's what I am asking myself too. I was actually texting um, two of my directors last night and I was asking like, so what should be next for me? Because um i did get some criticism back from this pageant and it was nothing to do with my platform it was actually how i walked and they told me that i walked way older than what i look like and um that my hips move more than what they should be moving so they told me to go back to my original system which is usa and um or they said to wait until i'm in the older division instead of the teen division but um, I don't want to stop and I'm not ready to stop yet. So I'm probably going to be training for another Miss USA pageant. Hopefully there'll be like some city pageants around that I can practice in, but most likely Miss California USA will be next. And then I, hope to, I hope to be with a modeling agency soon. I need to send my pictures. <laughs> I got to give you props because you have to have thick skin to do that because uh, somebody like criticized my walk. I'm like, man, that's so petty. Like, get out of here. <laughs> like, oh, pops to you. Thank you. It hurts my feelings in the moment, but then I just take it and I'm like, you know what? Just just make yourself better and just prove it wrong. Just prove it wrong. Because yeah. that, that's what that's what's gonna make me feel better. Keep doing it that way, Yvonne, because this world is like very, very cynical. You know, and I feel like you're doing a great job as it is. You have a wonderful personality. And I think that that's a part of pageants. Like if you talk to anybody who's in pageants or when they have interviews on the sidelines, they're always like somebody gave them a piece of information. And had they quit, they wouldn't be where they are now. And it like there's some of the biggest people in the entertainment industry that if they just gave up on like criticism, they wouldn't be anywhere where they're at that that's what i think like yeah yeah so keep going girl don't let anybody stop you from doing that yeah Thank and when you, you said you were gonna keep going i'm like yes because guess what like an opinion is not factual right it's just a tool so whether or not it's you know you can utilize that shit constructively or you know you can allow it to destroy for me i used to let everything destroy and then years pass by and then you're like what the hell did i do right so don't let anybody stop you from doing great things, lady. 
Thank you. Yeah. So what's your uh, favorite way to consume? Are you like a smoke joints, edibles, vape pens? My favorite way to consume is my bong. Um, <laughs> for my birthday, I got uh, my boyfriend got me a pink bong. So that's been my new thing. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, he knew that I wanted that because my first piece that I ever got, I spray painted it. <laughs> so I spray painted it and absolutely ruined it. I wanted it to be bright Barbie pink and I ruined it. So he went and got me a pink one. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Cool. yeah, who knew, right? What about you? What, what's you guys' prefer, uh, preference? Um, I like to roll up. I like to roll a blunt. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I'm old school yeah. with it. Yeah. I mean, every once in a while, I'll hit a dab. You know what I mean? Like every once a day, usually. I'll have like a little dab here and there, but I'm not super big on it. I'm not rolling like heavy on that dab stuff. I need a, I, I wanted to start um, looking more into dabs because I, I only have done them uh, like occasionally whenever I get offered, but I've never um, had my personal own. So I kind of want to start getting into that. I'm just scared of the uh, the torch. I really am. That's what yeah. turns a lot of scared of a torch. There's yeah, a lot of alternate of ways, though. You can find ways to do it without the torch, which is kind yeah. of cool. I saw Inspire's new tool. Right? Go on. You that? be... Sorry? Yeah, I That'd saw it. Perfect. That would be perfect for you, actually. I know. I just have to wait until I'm 21. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. I forget. Mm -hmm. I know. So I have to be very <laughs> safe about those things. And I, I've been doing a very great job at it. Um, so I, I have some brands that I sponsor with, like Twisted Bees. I don't know if you know who the, those are, but they're kind of, they're like Wick. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. So they sent me a few products and because I'm 18, I was able to do with them. And same thing with Mint Wellness. Nice. That's CBD? CBD, yes. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. You know, I, you do know what, honestly, I feel like when I talk to you, I never think that you're under... You know what I mean? That's what, yeah, so cool. I know. <laughs> you carry yourself wonderfully. Thank you. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty dope. So um, before we let you go, we have to, we have to know, um, what was the last thing you hit out of that pink bong? The pink bong. <laughs> what you been smoking I, on? I actually got my, I went to the, my first dispensary in Las Vegas and I got the best flower I have ever had. It is okay. Mandarin cookie. Absolutely amazing. I got it from New Leaf and oh my gosh, that dispensary was so cool. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. they like made me sign some paperwork because it was medical, but I went and I told them all about my platform because I had a, I, um, in Vegas, I actually had to wear my crown and my sash everywhere I went because I was competing. So I walked into the dispensary in this. And they were like, oh. <laughs> they were like Miss Team SoCal. <laughs> and they were like, what are you doing in here? That's awesome. What you yeah. been smoking on, Rocky? Uh, so I've been uh, smoking on GMO and Runts by Medicine. Uh, really, really love those two strains. And they went and messed up and put that on a half ounce for $99 last week. And I was like, oh, what? Let me go pick that up. Uh, what about you, Jarrell? Uh, same thing. The GMO really? and runs. Yep. <laughs> I think we, could, we took advantage of the same deal. <laughs> it was so good. And it was so fresh. I was yep. so super excited about having it. 
Yeah, I couldn't pass that up. Yeah. So, Ivan, if anybody wanted to talk to you about, if any, if there's anybody out there who's interested in pageantry or want to know how they can become an advocate in there in their, the pageantry system and they want to know, hey, man, that is a wonderful uh, thing to do. And I would love to advocate for cannabis. What, what's the best way to do that? How, they con- how can they contact you? So to get in contact with me, you can reach out to my email, which is uh, yvybradyy at gmail.com or my Instagram, which is Yvonne T. Wynn, Y-V-O-N-T-N-G-U-Y-E-N. And if you're really interested in getting into the pageant industry, just do your research on multiple systems because I know that every system varies with each girl, just like how I'm with the Miss USA system. I know that a lot of my friends who are very platform and service-based are in the Miss America organization. And um, with advocating for cannabis, I would say go to the last prisoner project because that's where I started. And that's where I started with all my information and how I wanted to go about my platform. So yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. All right, folks. So, you know, we're always on all social media platforms platforms at High Bud Tenders. We're also at www.highbudtenders.com forward slash podcast for to listen to the podcast forward slash shop to actually purchase some merchandise from our shop. We always thank you folks for listening. Uh, we appreciate the great strides we've had and people that we got new fantastic new listeners, like a whole bunch of them. We're super excited about it. Thank you so much, everybody. And as always, uh, Stay high, bud tenders. I don't really care about that. Yo, pass the mic, then I'll pass the light. Roll another blood, me on good vibes. Some pine cush and northern lights. Red-